0: all right y'all hi i'm casey your friendly neighborhood hobgoblin welcome back to my little corner of the world and my first solo snack episode so grab a snack and settle in for a visit with your favorite hedge witching hostess with the mostest anxiety as i share some stories from my corner of the world to yours Speaking of snacks, thank you so much, dear listener, who reached out to me with their snack suggestion after my last visit to the Your Average Witch podcast. I'm on the hunt for those pineapple habanero honey roasted sesame sticks you suggested. When I find them, I'll have to share the taste testing over on my Instagram. I've had to revert back to some familiar comfort snacks for a while chocolate mostly, as I battled the last of the seasonal depression on top of learning how to transition into a solo podcaster, but I am back. I am ready to try new things again. If you also have a snack idea I should try, tag me or message me over on my socials, or just send send me a raven over on my new website, welcome to com. That's going to be linked in the description below. I'm so excited to launch my own domain as I launch this podcast and look forward to figuring out how to use it. It's been 20 years since I've made my own website, so uh, let's enjoy this adventure together. I hope this past winter has been reasonably kind to everyone as we head into spring and new beginnings in March. I myself am in a much better place than where I have been in a while. The seasonal depression that triggered another flare-up in my bipolar symptoms left me spiraling by the end of January. My husband realized how much we needed a nature break, so we decided to get away for an overnight camping trip up to Oklahoma's Quartz Mountain State Park, known for excellent hiking, rock climbing, and apparently the best beaches in Oklahoma. He wisely chose a cabin to minimize the stress, and that allowed us all to focus on just enjoying our time there. We arrived about a couple hours before sunset, so we had time to settle in and explore a little bit. My husband and sons took a hike up the little mountain across from our spot, and the dog and I strolled on the beach. It was pretty darn nice, but I've never been to an ocean beach, so I'm no judge. The sunset view was gorgeous, the dying light painting the mountains in a fiery orange as I watched the lake birds make their way back to their overnight roosts. The sky that night brought tears to my eyes since I couldn't even remember the last time I saw that many stars. It's a divine feeling to be looking up at that blanket and to feel so small, yet so deeply connected to everything and everyone who's ever been under the glow of those stars. I needed that so much. We all needed that, I'm sure. The next day, we spent as much time as we could hiking around and exploring the trails uh, around the famous rock face that have, they have up there, where um, a few experienced climbers were ascending on that sunny winter day. It was really weird to hear them way up on that cliff while I was on the ground. My husband took our boys up the summit trail while I ended up exploring around the woods with my senior dog, Tyra. It had been years since she'd been out on a lake trip or anything with us, and so I was so glad we went through the extra effort of being able to bring her. I let her nose guide us for most of the day as we wandered along the trails. The trees were still bare, but the ground was covered in the early sprouts of spring in the south. The smell of fresh earth and new growth was rejuvenating for me. I even knelt down to sniff the ground for a bit, remembering the positive effects of forest bathing. Give me those nature chemicals and happy brain. It certainly helped me drag myself from the depths of depression at, that I was trapped in and gave me the mental space I needed to turn a new leaf in this latest turn of my bi- <laughs> my major bipolar cycle. Since then, I have begun reclaiming my home through cleaning and organizing. Not the fastest progress, but progress nonetheless. I am healing myself with love and attention through self-care that I haven't done in years. Hello, soaking in the tub. And forgiving myself for going through this in the first place. I've been pretty hard on myself for not meeting my own expectations for the past few years. And that only makes the mental health situation worse. Mania and depression cycles are just things I have to deal with. It's the damage and the repairs I have to hold myself accountable for. Not the fact that they happen in the first place. There is no cure for bipolar, so there is no reason for me to beat myself up when the inevitable cycle happens. The best thing I can do is be as loving and forgiving with myself as I am with my, to my loved ones when they struggle, and to do my best to be prepared for when these things happen, so the damage isn't as bad as it could be. Since that trip, I have had the mental space to begin seeing what wasn't working for me and start making those changes. By the time March came around, I was in a much better headspace to show up in my role as the building manager for the culinary building at the North Texas Irish Festival. I never would have been able to handle all that stimulation and responsibility if I hadn't taken the time as winter came to a close to step back and start making those changes. Sometimes I was forced to, but I'm so glad I did because it was incredibly and spiritually fulfilling to be a part of that, a part of an event, celebrating ancestors and culture with markets, music, and feasting. I really enjoyed my time at the Irish Fest. I enjoy it every year and was so happy to be a manager this year. At one point, as I sat at a picnic table eating my dinner and watching some kids playing with their new toy axes and listening to the live band rocking the stage To the as the crowds were cheering. I had a moment of such pure happiness, just thinking about being a part of something that humans have been doing since uh, prehistory, pretty much as long as we've been able to figure out. I thought about the evidence of large gatherings, of feasts from the Bronze Age, and felt so connected to the ancestors who did the same. Th that's why this community building work I do is so connected to my spirituality for me. It's fulfilling to be a part of something so ancient, so just deep in our blood. And speaking of ancient things, we got a new art exhibit coming up at the Kimball Art Museum here in Fort Worth that I am super excited for. How's that for a segue? Featuring artwork and sculptures accredited to their Mayan artists for the first time. I am so hyped about this and planning on visiting once they open up in May. It's really annoying to me when uh, when artwork is attributed to alien influences, when we have access to the names of the humans and societies who created these wondrous works of art and engineering. But you know that good old European supremacy mentality refused to acknowledge the equal genius of these people. They they wish to concert ugh, that they wish to conquer. So here we are, left with people who would rather see space invaders than the humanity in these cultures. I know that's changing, but you know I used to be one of those people as it was my gateway into archaeology as a kid but i felt robbed when i was learned the evidence of the very human creators of these cultures by viewing these exhibits and learning the names of these artists we can begin or we can work to undo this injustice learning humans not divine beings or aliens are responsible for great feats is deeply inspiring and spiritually healing to me and Pro tip for those whose anxiety is triggered by crowds, it is worth checking out a membership to your local art museum because they often come with members-only viewing times that are significantly less crowded. When my husband and I attended the opening of the Nefertari exhibit a couple of years ago, we found that the membership covered the two of us and gave a big discount in the shop. That way, I was able to pick up, at a discount, an excellent book on the gods and goddesses of ancient Egypt. It was way more comprehensive than anything I had previously seen in a metaphysical shop. How's that for a witchy field trip? If you want to hear more of my witchy field trip stories and other musings, be sure to to, tune in next month on the final Monday of the month for your next snack-sized visit with me. And don't forget, you can now send me a raven on my new website, welcome to caseyscorner.com, or follow me on my socials, also found there on the site, and in the description of this episode. Send me your snack ideas, if you all, and if you also deal with anxiety issues, tell me about how you manage building community, and I can share it on my next episode. Let's learn from each other, as so much of what gets me through is what I've learned from others. Thank you, Maple Bean, who taught me about the finger tapping. You can also check out my latest videos over on my YouTube channel, Casey's Corner, also linked in the description. You can, join, you can also join me now for members-only seasonal group spells over on my Kofi page and get exclusive access to my chart reading with Teresa Marisa from Two Geminis and a Leo and much more to come soon. You can also check out my ko shop that's open to members and non-members alike, linked in the description below. I hope you've enjoyed your snack. Y'all have a great month and get you some water, stay hydrated, and I'll meet you here same which time, same which channel next month. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Love you. Bye.